Nigel, no clue. You know, I just got no idea sometimes. Sometimes I, I simply wish that she um, could look into my heart and have the ability to see how much I love and appreciate it. But I also know that today, like uh, for many, you, you know, you have a great mum. Uh, in fact, she's the best mum possible. I want to encourage you to celebrate her. Uh, for others, today is a little bit difficult uh, in the fact that uh, perhaps your mum has passed away or she lives in a different state or lives uh, in a different country. Uh, can I encourage you today to, to ring her or Skype her, but to connect in some way with your mum? But there's also others I realise as well that for you, your relationship with your mum is fractured or it's broken. Uh, I'm just going to encourage you to love her anyway. Because I believe that that's what God will want us to do. When God gave the Ten Commandments, he gave us instructions as to how we should feel and act towards our parents. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, it says, Honour your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 2, it says, Children, obey your parents uh, in the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise. Even in his darkest hour, Jesus uh, never uh, stopped thinking about uh, his mum. He he actually stopped long enough to do the right thing concerning his mum. He's up on the cross and he says to John the disciple, uh, Behold your mum, mum, behold your son. And there was this carryover that, uh, that went on. I think that the way that we treat our parents is important to God. I think it's important to God how we treat our parents. So how should we treat our mums, especially on Mother's Day? Well, if you're like me, what could you possibly give your mum on Mother's Day? Well, I'm going to suggest five things to us this morning that we could give to our mums on Mother's Day. Number one, <clears throat> give your mum affirmation. Okay, Just give your mum some affirmation. We may think we don't have to tell her that we love her. She knows that we love her. Uh, that all may be true, but let's not keep her guessing. Okay, Let's let our mums know that we love them. Let's ensure that she hears it. In Luke chapter 3, verse 22 of the Message Bible, it says, And then the Holy Spirit, like a dove descending, came down upon him, and along with the Spirit, a voice. And it says, You are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. You see, it's a story where Jesus is getting baptized by John in the Jordan River. And as Jesus comes up out of the water, his glorious heavenly father affirms Jesus by telling him, you're my son, you are chosen by me, you're marked by my love, the pride of my life. Jesus didn't need the affirmation of his father. He knew that his father loved him. But it never stopped God the Father actually communicating that to his son Jesus. And Jesus is our model. Jesus is our example. God the Father is our example. So there are people in our world, you know what? It's just good common sense to let them know that we love them. Just because your mum knows you love her, never let it stop you from telling her. Every time you see your mum, as you may be saying goodbye, make sure that you say, I love you, mum, because I think it's important. I found an illustration that helps to really uh, prove a powerful point, I think. It was a letter addressed to Dear Abby. Dear Abby is like a columnist in a newspaper who you write to and you get all this fantastic, wonderful advice. 
And this is the, uh, a letter that was written to Dear Abby. <clears throat> it says, uh, Dear Abby, Dear Abby, I enlisted shortly after Pearl Harbor. 36 days later, I was on my way to the Philippine Islands, but then it was invaded by the Japanese, so we went to Australia instead. 11 days after we landed, I met the most beautiful girl in the whole world. On our first date, I told her I was going to marry her. I did 18 months later, whilst I was on 10 days R&R. After more than 57 years of marriage and two children, my beloved Mary died five days before Christmas. Although we'd agreed uh, our ashes were to be scattered over the mountains, I found that I couldn't part with hers. While Mary was alive, she would frequently say to me, you don't know how much I love you. And I'd reply, likewise. I never said I love you. Now her ashes are on my dresser in our bedroom where I tell her several times a day how much I love her, but it's too late. Although I wrote poetry to her, I couldn't bring myself to say the three words that I knew that she wanted to hear. As my dearest was dying, and we thought that she was comatose, I said this to her. I leaned down, I said, there aren't enough words to tell you how much I love you. A few hours later, she whispered, not enough words, and then died. The reason I'm writing this, this man said, is to encourage men to express their feelings while their loved ones are alive. He said, I don't know why, but many men are reluctant to express the depth of their feelings for the people that they love. Signed, Missing Mary in Colorado. It's a powerful story, isn't it? I would encourage us this morning. When was the last time you affirmed your mum or your spouse or your children? Say it again. Say it today. Say it tomorrow. Tell her that you love her. Our spouse and our children, our mother, they need that verbal affirmation. The second gift perhaps you could give to your mum this morning or today is give your mum your affection. When was the last time you gave your mum a big hug without her asking for it? When was the last time you gave her a kiss on the cheek or a a neck rub or just sat down on the couch with her and, and just sat with her? She's the first person who ever touched you. She wrapped you up in her womb for nine months and then when you were born, her first priority was to hold you, to cuddle you, to stroke your hand and to to, to rub your feet, to hold you against her and to give you a finger so that you could grasp when you were born. She changed your nappy and held a tissue for you to blow your nose and she wiped food off your face for so many more years than she really had to do that. She constantly touched you, and now she's older, and she needs the feel of your affection. One of the greatest joys for Jane is when she visits our grandchildren. She walks in the door and hears the loving, excited shout from her grandchildren, Nana! And then they launch themselves into her open arms. That's more of a gift than anything that anyone could ever buy for her. In that shout of Nana is the pure, genuine love and the affection for Jane as a person, not for what she does, but for who she is. Genesis 29 verse 34 says this, Then Leah became pregnant a third time 
and gave birth to another son. And she named him Levi, for she said, Surely this time my husband will feel affection for me, since I have given him three sons. See, Leah is married to Jacob, but it happened through Jacob being deceived. Jacob was in love in love with Rachel, not Leah. Leah was actually Rachel's older sister. And Leah wanted the love and affection of Jacob, her husband. And she was desperate to receive it. And so much so, she, she was trying to win his love and his affection through producing sons for him. We should never assign love and affection for people based on what they do for us. It should always be for who they are. Is your love for your mum based on what she does for you? Or is it for who she is to you? Just a hug from you may mean more to your mum than flowers or chocolate or eating out or even a diamond necklace. Maybe. So this morning, think about giving your mum Uh, The gift of affirmation and the gift of affection. Thirdly, you might like to give your mum acknowledgement. You might like to give your mum some acknowledgement. Mothers have an incredible job with no pay. No position in the business world compares to the physical, emotional and spiritual commitment that mothers make. Here's a poem about mums that I found. It's called No Occupation. It says this. She rises up at break of day and through her tasks she races. She cooks the meals as best she may and scrubs the children's faces. While school books, lunches, homework too all need consideration, yet the census man insists she has no occupation. When breakfast dishes are all done, she bakes a pudding maybe. She cleans the rooms up one by one and one eye watching the baby. Well, the, mending, uh, the mending pile she then attacks by way of variation, and yet the census man still insists that she has no occupation. She irons for a little while, then presses pants for daddy. She welcomes with a cheery smile a returning lass and laddie. A hearty dinner next she cooks, no time for relaxation, but still the census man insists she has no occupation. It's interesting, isn't it? It's true, too. Uh, like when we say that, you know, what do we really say about our parents or our mums in that? Many mums and wives today have work on top of a full-time job that they already have. You know, like mums do that. In spite of all that she does, we become impatient with her. I don't know if you found that. We forget to acknowledge all she does and we tend to take it for granted. 1 Peter chapter 4 verses 7 to 8 in the message version says this, everything in the world is about to be wrapped up. So take nothing for granted, it says. Stay wide awake in prayer. Most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. See, love makes up for practically anything. Let's not be found taking people for granted today, especially those who are most important to us. Love them as if our lives depended on it. Because love makes up for practically anything. So on this Mother's Day, give your mum affection, give your mum affection, and give your mum acknowledgement. Fourthly, give your mum some attention. Give your mum some attention. Mothers listen to you 
as you pour out your heart. She has a sympathetic ear and always has. Even as an adult, you've gone to her when you want someone who will really listen to you and understand you. And you know what? She's always going to be on your side. Let's give our mums the attention that they so richly deserve. See, love is not only spelt L-O-V-E. See, it's also spelt T-I-M-E. Time. There's a saying that says, attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. Because it's actually giving people a time. And that can't be gotten back. Just give mum a little time because that's what she wants. And as she was raising you, she took time to patiently bring you into this world. It wasn't easy for her. And now it's time for us to give her our attention, our time. She took the time to to teach us, to minister to our needs, and now it's our time to minister to her needs. So today, give your mum affirmation. Give her your affection. Give her your acknowledgement. And also give her your attention. And lastly, give her your appreciation. There's a story told. A, A school science class has been studying magnets Uh, and how metal objects are attracted to them. And then at the end of the term, the teacher uh, put in the exam a question that went like this. It says, it has six letters, it starts with the letter M, it picks things up, what am I? Half the kids wrote mother. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. I I don't know what you think, but I think it was just funny. See, our mothers deserve our sincere gratitude, and it's not just on Mother's Day, but from a genuinely grateful heart when they least expect it. You won't always have your mum, so give your appreciation to her while you can. Can I encourage us all today to appreciate our mums? There's nothing too good for her. You can never repay her, But we ought to to die trying before she does. Quite often, she didn't spend on herself until all your needs were met. She did without so that you could have. And now it's time to give her something that she desperately deserves. And that's our appreciation. Mums clear their schedule to help with ours. She gives up the opportunities so that we can explore ours. She lays down her life so that we have more time for ours. One of the greatest gifts that you can give your mum is the gift of appreciation. To say, thank you. I appreciate you for who you are and for what you do for me. Thank you. The Bible tells us to honour our fathers and our mothers and that this is the only one of the, the Ten Commandments which includes a built-in promise of blessing. If you want to be blessed, then bless your mum, especially on Mother's Day. Last year, Jane and I went to the Capitol Theatre in Sydney to see a, a stage production of Les Miserables. We loved it. It was just an amazingly fantastic, stunning stage show. 
the, the sounds, the singing, the sets, the, the costumes, the, the whole atmosphere was just absolutely amazing. The performances by the singers and the musicians was spine-tingling. Throughout the, the performances, people clapped and they cheered. Then at the end, there was a standing ovation for the performers and the singers and the musicians and everyone who helped to put on the show. This morning, as an act of appreciation, what I would like to do is to give all of the mums a standing ovation this morning. So men, boys and girls, whoever's left here, can we stand? Can we give the mums an appreciation gift this morning? We thank you. Thanks, God. Thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for who you are. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the mums in this place today. I thank you that they are absolutely wonderful people, that they have hearts of gold, that they are so selfless, that they are always thinking of other people and generous with their time with their words, with who they are. Heavenly Father, I pray your blessing upon every one of your children here today, every one of our mums. I pray that this day would be a day that they would last forever in their minds and their memories. Father, I thank you for the gift of mothers that you have given to us. For those, Lord God, who are struggling in their relationships with their mums today. I would ask you, Lord God, to bring healing. Where there is dysfunction, where there's a fracture in their relationships, I would ask you, Lord, today to bring healing into those relationships. Where people are missing their mum through distance or through having passed away, I would ask you, Lord, for a sense of your comfort and that this would be a day that we could remember those great times that we've enjoyed with our, our mum. Father, I pray for those who are expecting, Father, that this would be just an incredible new season for them. Father, have your hand upon those relationships. Father, bless your people today. Encourage them, uplift them, be with them. Make this day an amazing day for all of the mums. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I pray. God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thanks, team. We'll come up and we will go out with a great song. Amen? Amen. Cool. Hope that helps someone. Praise God.